it's Sarah. Welcome to another episode of Life Unleashed. Is your dog a little freaked out when you take them to the veterinarian or the groomer or sometimes even daycare? A lot of dogs are. And it's not uncommon. And if you look at it from their perspective, it's completely understandable. If you're like me, your dogs and your cats are like family and you treat them well and you don't manhandle them and you don't jam a thermometer up their butt on a daily basis. And yet when we take them to the veterinarian or the groomer, they're often handled in ways that are not only unfamiliar, they're very threatening. So today we're going to take a deep dive. We're going to look at this. We're going to look at ways you can sell your dog that the groomer, the veterinarian is a really great experience. And for those of you who have dogs that are already super anxious, we're going to give you some tips there too. So let's look at the veterinarian. The other day, I had to pick up a puppy at their veterinarian. It was a dog coming from a shelter. And I walked in and the puppy was a little hyper and it was running around. And I picked the puppy up and the veterinarian walked over and squeezed its jaw until it cried, which to me was like the epitome of cruelty. Like, why did he do that? And I asked him, why did you do that? And he's like, oh, he's hyper. He just has to calm down. Disconnect. So... Be mindful if you are uncomfortable with the way your veterinarian is handling your dog, you don't have to stay with that veterinarian. It's true that veterinarians don't study behavior in veterinarian school. They might have a module on behavior, but they're really focused on the health of your animal, but you should still feel comfortable and your pets should still be treated kindly by your veterinarian. So let's say you just got a puppy or a dog and you've chosen your vet and before your first visit, you wanna do everything you can to help your new dog or puppy feel safe at the veterinarian. So the first thing you're gonna do is pack their happy, travel bag. What's a happy travel bag? You ask Sarah. Sarah says a happy travel bag consists of a comfortable mat or identifiable sweatshirt or blanket. You have a chew, maybe a really tantalizing chew your dog only gets when they go to the veterinarian. Some really high value treats, a toy that they might love. It's their favorite little object. And that's what you pack in your travel bag. If you're going away for a long period of time, toss in a bottle of water, some food, travel bags should go with your dog whenever they leave the house. Why is that important? Because the vets is a sterilized environment. They sterilize the environment with an antiseptic, which is kind of a toxic smell no matter your, what your species. You want to bring a little bit of your dog's home environment in with you. When you put the dog on the table, if your veterinarian, in fact, puts the dog on the table or the scale, put your blanket on the scale too. They can zero it out. So you put your dog's blanket or mat on the scale, weigh your dog. Many dogs don't like walking on a stainless steel countertop. Dogs' feet are very sensitive. Most of their sensory neurons are located in their paws and they don't like unfamiliar surfaces. 
You can use your mat there on the scale. You can use it on the exam table. You want to bring treats because there's nothing your veterinarian is going to do to your dog that's going to feel particularly normal. Shots aren't normal. Getting a thermometer in your bottom isn't normal. Having your belly palpitated isn't normal. We're going to normalize that, and I'm going to talk about that in the next section. But remember, you have to sell your dog on the fact that these are okay things to happen from time to time. And in fact, you endorse them. So new dog or puppy, you've never been to the veterinarian before, call them up right now and ask them if you could bring them by for three social visits. Even one is helpful. What is a social visit, you ask? Social visit is I'm stopping by, but I'm not staying. So you get to the veterinarians. If you don't know what treat cup is, it's just some treats in a cup that you shake and makes the dog kind of happy because they know they're going to get something yummy. Go in with your happy travel bag, put your mat down, give them some treats, have the receptionist, maybe at the veterinarian if they're free. Everybody comes out to greet your dog or puppy and make them feel good about being there. Then you leave, bing dong, that's the end of it. You walk in, you walk out, get back in the car, you go home. So a few social visits can help the dog relate to the place as a safe space. Now, if your dog's petrified of the veterinarian, wants nothing to do with going there, you have two options. You can change your vet, which most people don't like doing, and I don't often recommend it, or you can make the experience of going to the vet something they're really passionate about. So for example, let's say your dog is hound-like, loves sense. Go to the veterinarian's area and let them sniff around it. Take a snuffle mat and pack it full of treats and put it down, not in the veterinarian's office, but near the front door. And ask your veterinarian if it's possible to do the exam in your car or out in the back, maybe outside somewhere safe until you're dog feels, your dog or cat feels more safe with the veterinarian. Some are happy to do this, some are not. The key thing is you want to make sure your veterinarian is as invested in your dog's positive experience as you are. Let's say your dog isn't so interested in sniffing about, that's not what excites them. Their passion is like tug of war. They love tug of war. Or maybe they love canned dog food more than life itself. You can get something called a licky mat Put canned dog food all over the licky mat. You can even freeze it because that makes it last longer and give them these special things and play these games when you're near your veterinarian's office. Some dogs love like a bully stick or really ravenous bone. That's their favorite thing to have. Well, save that bone until they're at their doctor's office so that they get so excited by walking through the door they can't even focus on their anxiety. Some veterinarians will often prescribe medicine. And while everybody poo-poos medicine, if your dog's apoplectic walking in the veterinarian's office and you can give them a mild sedative to make them feel more relaxed, do it. It's really important that your dog feel safe at the veterinarian's. So those are my quick tips for the veterinarian. Let's move on to the groomers. 
So the groomer is a place you bring your dog to get cleaned up, right? They get a nice bath, they smell good, they trim their nails, they make a pretty hairdo, and you pick them up, and they look like they've been through World War II. The reason groomers are so stressful is because they need to do a lot to your dog that is unfamiliar and uncomfortable. They need to bathe your dog. I don't bathe my dog ever, really, only when they go to the groomer. I only bathe my dog on rare occasions, so getting a bath is a drama save for the groomer. Also, after they get a bath, they need to be fully dry before they actually clip their hair. So they're put in front of a very powerful, large blow dryer that is so loud, it's deafening. The problem is it terrifies most dogs. It's necessary, what I call necessary evil, but it's also really scary. Then after they're dried, they get put on a table. They have to make sure they don't fall off the table, so they put this little noose around their head. It's not, it's not really a noose, but it's kind of noose-like in that it keeps them immobilized so that they can comb out and trim their hair. Oh, that wasn't bad enough. Some dogs have tangles. They need to yank the tangles out. And if that wasn't bad enough, some dogs are matted and they need to be shaved right down within, you know, just a millimeter of their skin. It's a little dangerous. Sometimes dogs get cut, but these are the things that happen at a groomer. Don't blame the groomer. This is just the way it is. So how do you help your dog feel more safe and comfortable at the groomer? That is a good question. That is a much harder sell. You can ask your groomer, would it be okay if I brought like a familiar mat with my dog? Some will say no, because another fun fact is that groomers don't have a lot of time to take your dog out on potty breaks. So many times, groomers, they might give your dog water or a little food. They might not. They often don't want a mat because maybe your dog might soil on it or chew it. So many groomers just say, bring your dog in at nine, pick them up in a couple of hours or pick them up at three. And you can be rest assured that your dog is not getting all the comforts of home there. In terms of selling your dog on that type of handling, there are things that are really, really important to do. Don't let your groomer be the only person who brushes your dog. I have two hypoallergenic dogs. They're Havanese. I have to comb them out at least a few times a week. How do I do that? I put a little bit of their favorite. They love yogurt. They love sardines and sweet potato. I put that on a little mat. I freeze it or I give them a bone maybe they love, they haven't had in a while, and I position my dog on my furniture, chair, couch, so we're facing the same direction. You never want to get your dog used to grooming, bending over, chasing them around, or just yanking the knots out as soon as you find them. You have to be very, very gentle to get your dog comfortable with being brushed or combed. Now, that said, I generally use a comb I might use a, a brush. I call it the hand mitt brush. I put my hand over this thing and it's a brush. But I like to use the combs because then I can really locate where the tangles are and get them out gently. 
Another thing that's unfamiliar to your dog is having their hair cut. I call things unfamiliar if they don't happen in nature. And no dog in nature is standing there with scissors. It's a funny uh, image to think about, but they're not standing there and trimming each other's hairs and painting each other's nails when they're running around in the wild. So we want to get your dogs comfortable with the sound of scissors. Remember how acute your dog's hearing is. So with your dog's hearing so acute, even the slice of a scissor can be jarring, and especially jarring if they're only hearing it at the groomer, and especially jarring if they're only hearing it at the groomer. Another important sound to get them used to is the sound of the hairdryer. If every time you turn off the hairdryer, the dogs evacuate, you know they're really going to get stressed out at the groomers. So what I recommend you do, again, we have high value treats or licking mats or forging mats or bones. If you can distract them while in the room with you with these various um, self-soothing activities, that's great. But what if you can't? What if your dog freaks out, runs and is scratching at the door? Then you're going to need to get them used to the blow dryer in a distant room. So you just, let's say you're feeding and playing with them in the kitchen. You can have your husband or one of your kids go out, put on the blow dryer from a couple of rooms over. Gradually, your dog's association to that sound will be paired with like food and fun and attention, but initially it can be pretty scary. Another sensation that would be good to talk about with your groomer is that grooming table. They're generally three feet off the ground. Um, they're generally, you know, stainless steel um, tables. You can ask your veterinarian, would it be okay to use a mat on the table while my dog gets groomed? Um, you could bring a mat. You can say, I understand it'll be full of hair and I'll take care of it. Um, you could get your dog accustomed to being on a three-foot table while having, you know, the leash held around their neck. You don't want to choke them, but if you can get them comfortable with this is just one of the many strange things people do, it will go a long way in helping them be settled on the examination table. Um, also, try to handle their fur in ways a groomer would. You can check out on YouTube, show me a groomer who grooms Labradoodles, and you'll see how they handle them, how they handle their feet. Condition your dog so they don't get overly stressed when the groomer does this. And condition them at least three times a week until you're sure they're calm and copacetic with the handling they'll receive. Depending on your groomer, you might be able to send some of your dog's favorite treats or a bone if they're going to be crated after they have been groomed. You know, take it with a grain that you may not always get back what you sent because groomers are super busy people and their work is hard, but you can send some things over if your groomer is up to it. The key thing is you're trying to make the veterinarian, the groomer, the daycare, safe places that your dog feels comfortable going instead of gloom and doom. That is the saddest thing to have to drag your dog into a veterinarian or a groomer, and you wanna do everything you can to make it fun and positive for them.
So that was this week's episode, something I've been wanting to cover for a long time. There's certain questions I get asked over and over again, whether in social media or the work I do privately. And that being one of them is how can I help my dog feel more comfortable when they go to the veterinarian or groomer? So tune in next week when we'll be doing Ask Sarah episode three. If you'd like to ask me a question, hop over to my Instagram page, which we've tagged in the bio. Just list your question and I will get to it online. And finally, if you've had success conditioning your dog to love their veterinarian or groomer, and I didn't mention it, please, please send me a response or list it in the messages. We all are here to learn from one another. So thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next week. Please follow and share. I'm always happy to get the world out that we don't need to treat our pets wrong to get them to behave right.